0: seen a lot of uh, Scottish football on television uh, back in Holland. And, uh, of course, uh, you see a fantastic uh, arena here. So, I mean, it was, it was uh, interesting to come to
1: uh, Scotland and uh, play for Celtic.
2: Hello and welcome to the Vital Celtic podcast. My name is Lord Strong and I'm joined this week as I'm joined every week by my good pal and co-host, Mr Remy McSwain. How you doing, Remy? I'm,
0: I'm absolutely fine. I, I, I don't know how 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 uh, you'd expect me to be after last night. I know. Uh,
2: I wanted to say a couple of things before the. I was watching on the telly, obviously. I see all the flares and all that that in the green. It was just brilliant. It was, so when the teams came out, it was like so one of those Milan derbies in the early nineties or something like that. It was just looked phenomenal. So Emily tells me that the flares are bad for football. Blah, 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 they can get to. You. Oh,
0: I've, I, we're, I think we really missed the away support. <laughs> ob- ob- obviously, obviously, no atmosphere last night.
2: Uh, and the other one, the other thing is the disco lights. How good are they? I mean, we got slaughtered for that. Remember where, what? Where, well, just when it's done right, it, when it's oh, done right, it looks brilliant. The uh, just at the moment when the, did it, the... Take
0: you, did it take you back to the Savoy uh, the... or
2: Ultra Tech or whatever, <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyway, I know somebody who will be able to tell us exactly how good it was. Uh, Harry Brady, how you doing, Harry?
3: When you mentioned discos and flares, I thought you were going to say that St Anthony was coming on the podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you need to get off that poor lad's back. You are just... It's not good. It's not good, Harry. I, what do you mean? I need to get off his back. It's bullying, that is.
0: Come, I mean, come on, That 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 post this morning, come on. <laughs>
2: Anyway, uh, so I'm not going to say very much here because I uh, I I was uh, I was sitting at home watching the game. Uh, I was absolutely, I was confident, but I was so nervous. So not even after the early goal, I was so nervous. So anyway, I got up again this morning and watched it all again from knowing what the score was. Uh, but you you guys were there, Harry. You go first. Paint a picture for me. You picked up your old man. I spoke to you when you were on the way to the game. You got to the yeah, ground. Sure.
3: I picked up my dad. I take him to. I take him to midweek games. He's uh, very fit and healthy for eighty. But I take him to midweek games so he doesn't have to do the twenty-minute drive from mine back home again. Um, so yeah, got to the game, <coughs> got in there early. I agree in the disco lights, but that gets back to the point. I kept saying, just demonstrate that Peter Lawwell was never a salesman. Um, the features and benefits. We had to get those lights in. Because TV companies were complaining about uh, the poor lighting at Celtic Park. And so all this chat about the disco lights costing a million or two million quid, whatever it was. We had to get LED lights in that cost about two million quid. The computer program add-on that allowed us to do the light show was about 50 grand.
2: Yeah.
1: So,
3: But yeah, it was fantastic. I tell you what I really noticed. So I now park and I measured it because of the, the benefits of modern technology with my Apple Watch. I measured it a few uh, months ago. Where I park to my seat is exactly 1.01 miles. And see, when I got out of the car, one mile away from the ground, you could hear the atmosphere, and that was 40 minutes before kickoff. off
2: uh, You got to remember the whole. There wasn't much football on. I think it was a, a, a African Nations Cup match on. Maybe I can't remember. Didn't watch it. Uh, but there was nothing. The USA were playing in Minneapolis. I think. Did you see that? Uh, did you see that, Chris? Two minutes before the guys went on TV, they soaked a white T-shirt at the side of the pitch, and then two minutes later they held it up and it was like cardboard. It was that cold. Uh, anyway, my point was, I, I knew
0: I knew we were playing in the cold, but there was only one game I was interested oh, in last night, so but, I didn't even know the score.
2: But the whole point that the whole the whole world was watching the Celtic Rangers game, and I just thought absolutely, I was,
0: uh, uh, absolutely, but, it showed it was a sensible decision to move it back.
2: Um, and I just thought that image, you know, when the the stadium went dark and the green light went on, the huddle. Oh my god! I even just mentioning it, I've got kind of goosebumps goosebumps. Uh, looked phenomenal. So uh, I saw Peter Law was in the crowd. How did you get a coffee with him afterwards? Or
0: <laughs> no, I didn't.
2: <laughs> you were off for the other boy, the boy, the five minute CEO I think boy. He's, uh, uh, no, I was
0: going to say he not writing; these on un- unauthorized biography. Uh, uh, Harry uh, My Week in Paradise.
2: Oh was with, uh, with Dominic McKay My week in paradise. Uh, Harry, yeah. th- uh team selection, uh Hart, Juranovic C, uh, Carter Vickers, Starfelt, uh, Taylor, uh, Hatati, McGregor, um what was the other? Who was the other boy? <laughs> midfield, oh, O'Reilly, oh, O'Reilly, O'Reilly, uh midfield O'Reilly. O'Reilly up front, uh Abada, Gio Camakis and uh Giotta I, you heard some stuff about McGregor early in the week, Harry. I don't know how much you can
3: say, but I mean, it's No, rousal. no. So, so some, some, somebody was sent me a message who knows the surgeon who um, who looked at McGregor's face the day. You there? Recommended that it needed. Out, and he was saying to me that his mate was saying there is no way that McGregor should be playing with that injury. Uh, but the very fact that if it's a six to eight weeks out and he's not at the operation, well, there's only one reason why 10 days after being told you need an operation and you'll be out for six to eight weeks. The, I was then thinking, well, the, the the person who was telling me this was saying, so there's no way you should be playing. I was taking it the other way around. That I was taking the attitude off. Well, there's only one reason you wouldn't have the operation 10 days later, and that's because you're being saved for at very least this game. Um, yeah,
2: there was all sorts of, I think... Was all sorts of rumours going on it was going to play. What a bit of comment afterwards. Everybody in the crowd would have played with a melted face or a broken face. So why wouldn't I? Uh, Remy, I remember you slaughtering Calamara in years past. You change your mind now.
0: Hey, uh, he's, a, he's a very good player. Oh. Um, but he's not he's not as good as a lot of people make him out to be. Um I have to be honest, I, I was really wanted him to play last night. Yeah. Uh because I didn't fancy the alternatives in uh Sorrell or McCarthy. I mean, have got to be honest, I'm quicker than McCarthy and uh, I would give the ball away less than Sorrow, but the, the two of them just for me were non starters. McGregor had to play. Um and you know, he's a captain and sometimes captains have to take uh, measured risky decisions and lead the club. Um I think he's a very good player, but I think he's overrated by a lot of people. Um, and right now, I mean, I mean, he was really good last night. Yeah, I'm not going to decry him at all, but he's not he's not our main player. Uh, and that sounds, maybe that sounds a bit churlish, but he isn't.
2: Um, well, I don't want to... I captain.
0: No, he I, has to play. He has to play.
2: I was kind of unfair to me, but I, I get your point. He, ha- he has uh, grown into this... I mean, I've I listened to the post-match and uh, I think he's a magnificent captain of the club. I mean, he's so, he says all the right things. He's very articulate. He's a very, very good representative of the club, Harry, yeah?
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And obviously, um, Remy speaking to people who say that Callum McGregor is the greatest player ever to walk the planet because <laughs> that's the only sort of level that, that you would be talking about and being overrated at. If you think oh, no. he's an, ex- he's an exceptional player who, is, who makes a massive difference in any game that he plays for Celtic, then
0: that's not overrated for me. That statement of fact. Callum McGregor is not an exceptional player.
2: Oh my god!
0: But that, ah, right. he's not okay. an exceptional. He's a very good player. He's not an exceptional player. Mm. A- anyway. Interesting.
2: Uh, the Anyway, we're not going
0: to get so, down. So, w- when,
2: when did Stevie Wonder start going to Celtic game? Oh, no. You, by oh, the way, you oh. better...
0: T- Say something, Hataki's already a better player than him.
2: Oh, <laughs> come on! He's playing... <laughs> oh, he's
1: playing... Uh, is, there, is there
3: any point in having a podcast with someone who doesn't even know what football is? Oh, my God. So, is this, this round, oh, oh, this don't, round don't object don't on a so green <laughs> Don't be so harsh on yourself. Don't be so harsh on yourself. Right, boys... <laughs> honestly, right. Honestly, if you think that... Honestly, I, I I I I am
0: literally. He is a fantastic football player.
2: And he's better he,
0: than he can Cameron do McGregor. things. He can do things. McGregor right. couldn't even dream well, of with a ball. Right.
2: Well, hang on a second. Right. Well, that is just in the door. McGregor's been there for. You. He's proven it over the years. What? What? Is, I was just wanted to bring up the point that, you know, a new manager comes in. It's his first season as captain. I, I just think he's. I mean, he's he's grown and expanded as a player. He's adapted. He's a brilliant representative of the club. I just think he's oh, again, it's early doors. I mean, you know, but I think he could go down as one of the the really good captains. You know, really. Oh, good he's captain. not very
0: Apparently, He's not very good at
3: all.
2: Well, yeah. anyway, well,
0: he's a he's a, yeah. Who who said that? Who said that? You, you growth mindset people. Who said he wasn't a very good player or captain? No, I, nobody. I, I get, You're hearing things
2: you want to hear. I, I'm I'm trying to get off the subject. Uh, team selection was a there, there was no alternatives. Was there? I mean, that was there. That's probably our best eleven, is it? Right? Yeah. Well, of the available players,
3: of the available players, that was, you know, you you uh, you know, you had. To, that was the whole thing about McGregor playing and whether he could play or not, because you were then looking at we were starting to be weakened because Rogic in terms of people who might start ahead of him. Inaguchi's, you know, can't judge him yet. He's, you know, Kyle, uh, Kyogo's not available. Julian's not available, or Julian's not ready yet. And from everything I've heard, um, I don't think he will be a, a first-team starter under under Ange. Oh um, So yeah, that was that that was that was a uh, of the players available. That was a yeah best choice eleven. Hey, hang on, you've buried a news leader, Julian. You
2: know, is is the word on the street that Ange doesn't. Particularly, no, mentioned. Ange
3: likes him as a player, but he's just too slow for Ange's system, That's right. what I've been
2: told. The um, so I, again, looking at the rate, I mean, I sort of looked at the, I mean, I thought that that would what the Rangers team would be. Um, by the way, what about the the, the kid, the right winger? Oh, so they signed a right winger from Man United. So I, I reached out to one of my pals who's been covering Man United for 20 years, and the the word from there was. They've, they they realised they'd made a terrible mistake. It was another one of Woodward's, uh, you know, throwing stupid money after after bad. Uh, so quite glad to get him out the door. He's never going to make it too lightweight. And lo and behold, uh, revealed. Of course, he did put out his video highlights after the uh, after the Ross County game. So what very good beans kicking around today. Somebody done his video highlights from last night. Needless to say, very short and very uh, unsweet or sour. Um. I I get Chris were you uh, sorry Chris Remy uh, were you uh, were you in any way trepidatious or do you think we are going to hump
0: them Uh, I wasn't certain we were going to hump them but I was pretty sure we were going to beat them Uh, they're a a poor outfit um, and they have been for a long time Uh, they've been creaking they've got players that don't want to be there they're a bit like ours last season Um, they've got players that don't want to be there and who thought they were going to get sold or moved on to the EPL, and their recruitment policy has been horrendous. Um, You've you t- you just mentioned Diallo. You know who has to play. He was like a. He was just like a wee boy. Yeah. Lost in the lights, so he was totally out of his depth. But the last person that much out of his depth would have been Robert Maxwell. He was. He was so bad, and he had Lundstrom couldn't get a game. Sands sat in the bench. Ramsey didn't he want to play. And the this recruitment's awful. They've got players of the be there. Their defence is creaking. The only thing I, I thought I actually thought uh Balligan would have played centre half instead of Bassey. Um and I mean Ross County have played them three times this season, scored seven goals against them. So the defensive stability they had last year isn't there this year because they're playing in front of crowds and they can't hack it. And I, I was pretty confident we'd beat them, uh, hump them, maybe not, but I, I certainly thought we'd win.
2: Uh, Harry?
0: Yeah, I, I thought we'd win. Uh, you,
3: you said we spoke in the way, in the way up to my dad. I, I said to you, if we score a goal, we won't lose. Yeah. I, I, I just couldn't see them getting a, more than one goal against us. Um, their issue with signing that, the wee boy um, is... Quite often in loan deals, it'll be written into the loan deal that you must that that player's got to play x number of games. Clubs don't loan people out for the person not to play, um, so it may well be that they will have a penalty to play if they don't play that wee boy. Uh-huh. So um, oh, they've God. got to be playing him. And you know, I, I, I've been saying all season. I, I think one of the contributing factors last season for them positively for us negatively was the lack of fans. And uh, and and I think you can see that. I mean, although they've been getting the results, you know, all the stats people are talking about, they're they're uh, overperforming the XG and they're and they're overperforming the expected points. There's a there's a Twitter feed that does where it's a Rangers Twitter feed. It's it's
2: called the Rangers. They're expected.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and the the expected points and and all season based on the stats of the way they're performing. It keeps talking about Celtic winning the league by nine points.
2: Yeah, um, so yeah, uh, I, I mean, I was, I would take happen. I mean, I'm such a, I'm, I need to get set to be honest. I, I just get so nervous. Um, but you know, kicked off game, kicked off. I mean, straight away, it was just like, wow. I mean, I don't know even how how, how we can deal with it. Uh scored after four minutes. Uh, Took taught me through it, Harry. I mean, and, and talk me through the reaction. Where, I mean, it was mind... Not mind-blowing the wrong word, but it, it blew you away. Just how... I mean, Celtic were right at it and they were a million miles off it straight away.
3: Do you know that... I mean, I know this is more of an encapsulation of the first half. It it reminded me... But the first 15-20 minutes reminded me of the first 15-20 minutes of the 5-2 game under Martin O'Neill, where... They were just, in terms of six-two. the 6-2 game, sorry, under Martin O'Neill, you were just astounded that they were getting completely blown away by us. You know, in that game, the manager hooked us, their left back yeah. after after 20 minutes, whatever it was, or the full back, the right back. After 20 minutes, he let him play a full a full first half. But it was just, one, I couldn't understand their tactics, that they were just letting our center halves pass the ball about and dictate. That play. was weird.
2: That I mean that was a Livingston kind of move. I mean they set up to like Livingston.
3: It was just it was just crazy. In fact, me and the guy next to me were actually talking about that. And if you look at the for the I know I'm jumping ahead. If you look at the move for the second goal, we actually had an almost identical move that we got a corner from just two minutes earlier. Didn't yeah, learn the yeah. lesson and we go up and do it. But the goal itself <coughs> corner coming in, of course Really, quite funny. don't know if you you have seen it in the states. Is um, Neil McCann? Because obviously, like everybody, came home and watched the highlights, and then watched them again and watched them again. Neil McCann oh. was in a real bad mood after the game. And Neil McCann and I uh, uh, listened to the Radio Scotland uh, po- um, afterwards the podcast of it this today. Kenny Miller and Radio Scotland, and apparently Chris Boyd had talked about this on on Sky all suggested that the, oh. the play should have been stopped for the head knock to Bassi. But if you look at it, the ball comes in, Aribo and Abassi collide, the ball, they're colliding as the ball's dropping down to Hatati, who takes the shot. So from the guy being on the, on the deck to the ball hitting the back of the net, is about two to three seconds tops. It is reasonable for the referee to let that shot happen You know, in terms of being fair at Madden, it'd be reasonable for any referee to let that shot happen to see what happens. It could go off for a goal kick. You know, he could balloon it over the bar, hit it wide, goal kick, go in the back of the net, goal, clear the the out-of-the-box. And then, in all of those situations, he then stops play within three seconds of the guy hitting the deck. He's got an option of stopping play in a non-controversial fashion. That is obviously the right thing to do in game management of the referee. Let the shot happen. You're only waiting an additional two to three seconds from the guy hitting the deck to the outcome of that
0: shot. It's fairly straightforward. Um, I think think one of the interesting ones, I can't remember who who I saw on Twitter, but he said that Hatati was very sporting and that he saw the head knock and he put the ball straight out of play.
2: Yeah. The other thing, it was uh, this is an interesting one. Again, I'm not okay with the rules of... Uh, I'm not a ref, I've never... Inter- anyway, so it's, uh, it's as you would say, Remy, it's hun and hun uh, action, right? So one of them hits the other one. It's not even like a head knock. It's not head against head. It's a kind of hand against no. his jaw. Uh, is that right? So what's to stop? The yeah. ball, the ball... Again, it would never happen. So the ball drops to a, a centre forward. He's ten yards out. The goalie's lying on the ground. It's just a tap in. What's to the stop the, one of the, the two guys from the same team punching one, punching the other in the face, and then trying to get the game stopped. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I, I don't understand. None, but I mean, the
0: thing is, the thing at the game, right? I, you know, as per usual, you start like that. It's absolute pandemonium. Uh, you know, everybody wants an early goal. And, you know, we get one, and it's a, it's a good finish pandemonium in the stadium I nobody noticed that Madden went away over to the linesman What well, was him
1: about it yes,
2: what, was,
0: what was he going to do there we didn't have what was the linesman going to say you, well I, I can only assume that the fourth official was talking to him because he was watching it on a screen or something there's no way that goal could have been disallowed absolutely no way but it seemed to take a long time for him to confirm it
2: oh he was de- he was desperate not to give it I, I did see the BBC and I did see McCann uh, Harry the, the they paused it right and the, the the kind of graphics BBC Scotland graphics are so shite the, you know it was like a little you know sort of maddened with a kind of thing coming out of his eyes you know I didn't see him raising his uh, uh, the whistle to his mouth they were going on about this there was no no sign of that it's uh, just crazy I mean clutching at straws stuff. But I, I don't know, what what was Madden doing? Was he looking for a, for, for VAR to, to come into Scottish football or something? But um, anyway, I don't know what the chat was about. 1-0. Good finish from Hatati Harry, yeah? As per. Oh, excellent, excellent
3: yeah. finish right into the corner. I, I, I didn't think McGregor
1: made yeah. a great
3: save dive for it. Yeah. it, 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 it he's, apparently he's 40 on Monday. It looked like the dive of, it, looked, oh, it was I, a Peter
0: McCloy
2: type dive. Oh, he
0: is. Peter is, McCloy I, was past it. He has I'm, I'm going to tune out here at these you, this goalkeeper chat with know two that.
2: experts. Here. No, I tell you what though. Oh, he, I,
0: agree, I agree with Harry. A pathetic goalkeeper. I mean,
2: he, ha, he has gone big time, big time. And they were going on about all these great saves and all, well, I don't I mean if he'd missed any of the saves he made he'd get he'd be getting slaughtered. You know, uh, I, I,
3: I actually thought the saves he made at the game I suspected this I mean, I watched the highlights. They were straight at him. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was, you know, it was you know, like Giamakis' head. Was, he was just getting his head on the ball. He put it wherever he could. It wasn't. But they were straight at him. He made theatrical movements that oh. made the save look like a better save. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, he was definitely... Craig Fordman for the campus. It's... Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so 1-0 up. What was it like in the ground, Chris? Uh, Who's this Chris guy? Remy? <laughs> What was it like? Chaos. Were you kissing
0: Absolutely. anybody? Were you kissing anybody? Uh, well, no. No. are uglier than me, oh, so um, no. we, we um, manly hugs were shared. Oh, manly right. hugs. You know, Covid is to all intents and purposes is gone, so people just went for it with uh, the the. I know, to use an old phrase, gay abandon.
2: The it was, um, uh, tremendous I... people bodies
0: flying everywhere. It's brilliant.
2: The. But very quickly, I mean, we weren't stopping. I mean, it was absolutely relentless. I mean, they just couldn't get the ball. We were pinging it so quickly. Uh, again, I read. I'm sure everybody's read it at this stage. Michael Cox uh, did a piece for the Athletic this morning. I think it's been shared widely. Just about the 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 kind of tactical setup. I don't. You. I think you read it, Harry. The uh, the. I, I mean, it's just like. <laughs> To me, it just illustrated that Ange is just operating on a different plane from this guy, this other guy, this guy that they brought in from Holland. Uh, I mean, it's just light years ahead. He, I mean, he's set them up. They're slow. They're, they're set up like Livingston. Uh, he obviously hasn't watched the Hearts' second half from last week. I mean, if I'm playing Celtic, I, I know exactly how to play them. Uh, you get right on top of them. You kick them every chance you get. You kind of try and physically intimidate them. But this guy obviously hadn't watched that. I... Uh, he hadn't clearly hadn't motivated his players, but we were. I mean, it was, it was just relentless, wasn't
3: it? It was, and and what what really pleased me is in the last eighteen months when we haven't been getting results against Rangers, there are some people who are saying, "Well, we meet match fire with fire, and we need to get some physicality." And and any time somebody says that to <coughs> me, I say, "No, no, you just get better players." But, you know, Bar- Barcelona. Yeah. didn't have physicality and I know we're not Barcelona but the, the point being if you just have better players who are better coached in a better system the better team will win and and that, and that what thrilled me about yesterday's performance was we absolutely, utterly blew them away I saw a stat that our average age was 24 and their average age was 28.7 and it looked like that yeah. it looked like we were a young team with dynamism and pace, they looked like the old past-it team. They have had one season of success and they look over the hill. I mean, what was it was just amazing watching them at the back that they're passing the ball at the back, we're pressing them, and they just turn and pass it back to McGregor, who <coughs> was then shanking the ball out of the park. Tavernier, on more than one occasion, just passed the ball straight out of the park. Barisic... And I think it might be the occasion where uh, Callum McGregor calls him a shitebag. Yeah. He's he's level with the edge of our 18-yard box, because more or less, gets approached by McGregor and runs all the way back to the edge of their box and passes it back to McGregor.
2: Unbelievable. It's amazing. Um, yeah, it was... Again, uh, if you haven't read the Cox piece, uh, it's so... Uh, I'm amazed these guys can look at a football match and analyse it to this extent. But as soon as you read it, it's obvious... Uh, again, Ange is just operating on a on a different plane to, to this guy, probably to most guys that's ever you know, ever coached in Scottish football. Um, but yeah, uh, kind of the rotation of the front five. Uh, O'Reilly, by the way, you had you were taught you don't have to. O'Reilly's somebody said to me yesterday. O'Reilly is uh, six foot two. Does he look
1: it
3: in the flesh? Not particularly. I mean, he looks for twenty one. He looks. Like he's in a man's body, you know. He does look like he's he's much more mature than some of the other twenty-one-year-olds kicking around uh, that are that are brought up in the in Glasgow, kicking around their club. Uh, you know, he's a he's a broad, well-built guy, and very articulate. I mean, interesting very. that he's now been put up for interview twice after just three games. Um, but I, I, I was surprised when they said, if you'd have asked me, I'd have said, what he's 5'10", 5'11", something like yeah. that. So, so surprised he's six two, but you know, he, it, it, it's, it's it's the interchange in positions. It's the it's the you know it's the inverted fullback thing of then you just swamp the middle of the park, um, and you just control the middle of the pitch because you get so many bodies in there, uh, and then the fact that everybody knows everybody's job and so they know where people are going to be. It was just the culmination of. You know we've been getting better every week, and actually, I actually remember at one point in the first half thinking we've been winning a lot of games by a goal, where everybody's been saying, but with that domination and that XG and all that, <clears throat> a team of thumping. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, we've been we've been projecting this for weeks.
2: The uh, yeah, I was talking to a Rangers chum of mine yesterday. We were just saying that I thought it was be, it's been in the post, it's been coming. Uh, the second goal, Remy. Uh, I, I mean, that's Ann's ball, isn't it? That's it. There you go. If you want, you know, twenty seconds of you know how the Celtic second play.
0: Goal, second, second goal was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, really quick moving. And and I, and I must just before I thought Juranovic last night was outstanding. Yeah. Um, I thought he was the best player in the park, and, and it's difficult to say that when I. A guy making his uh, first appearance in a Celtic Rangers game scores two and makes one, and to me, he wasn't man of the match. Juranovic was absolutely brilliant last night, and uh, I thought early when Kent tried to run him, and he just turned round, <laughs> put the afterburners off, took, took the ball out of him, booted it off him, got a shy and laughed at him. I just thought, well, Kent's getting nothing, and and Kent didn't beat him all night and got further and further back and started going further in field. So, we, he totally nullified his danger, man, but also contributed going forward. And the passing for the second goal was really quick and accurate, but the finish was just... Oh. There's photos of, you, you know, after he's done it, and Goldson is pig sick. You know, he's been used <laughs> as a the wall. Just bent it outside the post, inside McGregor, just turned round it round. How easy was that? I mean, it's just a fantastic finish. Just... But I went. Uh, Harry, uh, Harry, and the Harry, place, place the roof, the roof came off there.
2: The, Harry, you're the, uh, you know, you're a big, big shot goalkeeper in the youth system for a while. Uh, McGregor couldn't have done better with that. No, I, I,
3: I, I don't think his position is that great to, yeah. to lose it there you go. Uh, when he's, he's, cover, he's two thirds of the way one way in the in the goal, and he loses, he loses the side where he's only covering a third of the goal, um, again when a guy's hitting a shot from 25 yards, 30 yards out.
0: And, it, yeah, I I, I mean, it, it's all his Achilles heel, though. even when he was young and half decent. He was terrible from long-range shots.
2: Um, yeah. Um, actually I was looking for the, I did saw the, uh, the XG for the first half. Or I think it was a post-shot XG, I think it was, and Rangers was 0.01, I think it was. Which I thought was really quite funny. They had nothing. Uh, So, places, pandemonium, 2 0. Still, we're pushing on. Uh, We're talking about how, well, I want to just talk about how good we were. I thought Taylor played very well last night. Again, there's that kind of combination of three. You had Hatati, on the left, you had Hatati, Taylor, and Yota. I thought Yota played great. What a shit. I mean, he's not a show. I mean, you look at somebody like Kent who, again, no comparison really, but still Kent's a bit of a show pony. I mean, Yota did a shift, a proper shift. Uh, again, but and he's, he's a just the epitome of an Ange player, complete humility. He's not, you know, he's not too fancy or too good looking or too whatever to go and put in a defensive shift. Uh, so again, between them, they worked, at, again, Tavernier. I mean, I, I, everybody's looking at Barisic, but Tavernier, though the throw goes from Taylor, down the, that little space down the left, and Hatati. I don't know how he got the cross in, but uh, third goal, uh, great finish, actually. Harry, G- good finish. I mean, he was on the half folly. Oh, it's, it's a really good finish, yeah.
3: and and it's brilliant that he spots that, oh, that Barry yes. Six has gone to sleep. Barry Six is, I mean, people are joking about it looks down like he's doing a job, but actually, <laughs> it looks like he's reading a paper doing a job. Oh, it's a shocker. His, his paying attention to what's going on. You can clearly, obvious. <laughs> it's obvious that Abada is thinking this guy's going to sleep and doesn't even know I'm here. And just runs in and puts in the back of the It's
2: Amazing. Did anybody see the meme this morning? I it was like. Baris. Go on, Harry.
0: Uh, go on, Chris. Uh, Rem. Because yeah, Barisic's performance was actually reminiscent of Vixen's history game. Yeah, he was totally in it and anybody that thinks he's going to go to the English Premier League is completely oh, delusional absolutely yeah. delusional they've they, they got two, two, two fullbacks who all they did under Gerard was bomb forward and hit crosses everybody knows they can't defend and Van Bronckhurst keeps them back as defenders and not go forward and hit crosses and it's like I don't know what you're doing you're nullifying their only qualities so the two of them I mean Tavernier was hopeless at the, at the third goal and Barisic was worse. Um, two dreadful fullbacks that can't defend. Taylor had his best game for Celtic last night. Not he's not a fan. Played really well. Um, you know, so I have to have to congratulate him on his performance. And he, you know, he didn't give Diallo a kick, and he was really solid all night. But then, as you say, Lawrence the finish was beautiful because a half volley, flicked it in the top corner. I think I was up within a minute of the second goal, and I think everybody knew then we were going well. I think everybody thought we were going to take about five off them, but everybody knew then the game was in the bag, and that's before half time. Uh,
2: uh, that's the end of um, a great, great servant, great player, but that's it, the end of James Forrest as the first pick, Harry. Yeah, I mean uh, the last. Yeah, yeah, looks like it, doesn't
3: it? It does. Um, it just though know, I think Jekyll James has talked about this that obviously players decline and wingers decline quicker than general players. Um, because their, their skill is to use a, a, a burst of pace to get past people. And, you know, he's, he's almost half my age, but he's 29 and that's old. But right. for a lawyer.
2: Well, actually, Abada doesn't, I mean, he doesn't have, like, lightning pace. He just doesn't. But he he just finds positions. He's very clever. Again, Nick, you know, spotting that. He's got good vision, spotting the the Barisic thing last night. Uh, and his goal return is, poof. It's better than I'm, well. I don't have the numbers, obviously, because we don't do research on this podcast. But uh I mean, he's got
0: something like twelve goals and nine assists, it's yeah. something like that. I mean, well, I, he's signed, I, so it's pretty impressive. Even I, when, even in the games he's been pretty poor, he, he's he's delivered something. He's all end product, but his his last few games he's been a lot better.
2: Um, you know I think he's a he's a yeah good fit. Really great finisher. Um, and again, like Jota, a Jota, whatever you want to call him, uh, g- really good defensively. Does a real proper shift. Understands that that's part of the job. Three uh, nil at half time. Wh- wh- what are you thinking, uh, Remy? It must, at half time, it must have been just amazing.
0: Well, it, it's kind of how much, how many do we want it to be? Was really the way everybody was thinking. It was. Uh, and also, the, surely this mob can't be as bad as that in the second half. And Me and my mates were actually trying to work out what Van Bronckhorst would do and who he would substitute, because we knew he had to change his team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I thought, you know, we haven't, over the last few weeks, I mean, Hearts, as you mentioned earlier, caused these real problems in the second half once they get their offside goal. Um, but the, week, the game before against Hibbs in the second half, when we went 2-0 up, we just... We just contained them and gave let them have the ball. They created nothing. And it was like, well, we're not going to let... We don't lose a lot of goals. I think everybody knew we were not going to let a three-goal lead slip. So, you know, Harry's reference about the 6-2 game. At that, at that time, even when we were like 4-2 up, everybody was terrified they were yeah. going to come back into the game. But they would far better <laughs> players than they do now. Um, and I think everybody knew the game was won and it was a question of... How many did we want it to be?
2: I uh, I don't think we have to dwell too long on the second half, but I see the narrative's kind of taken hold, Harry, that, you know, they they really came into it and, you know, and if they played like that in the first half, it would be blah, 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 blah. I mean, do you want to... Well, I watched it. I was really watched it closely this morning. First 15 minutes of the second half, we were... It was like a sense of like the continuation of the first half. And then the last half hour, when Ange started making all the subs and all that, it was just a containment job. I I mean I thought uh, reading some of the stuff that Ryan Jack was uh in the Esther reincarnated. I mean <laughs> I mean sorry. I. but I mean how how did you see the second half, Harry?
3: Well um, Remy was saying there about we had, we had a conversation at half time and uh, and I predicted the second half would finish 0-0. and uh guy next to me with Ronnie was couldn't, couldn't understand why we wouldn't, i said because we've won the game at 3-0. Oh, yeah. the, the only the only possibility of Rangers coming into this game is if we take unnecessary risks yep. and create space. So there is no reason to do that. And we are such a good team that we can just see this game out and see out a 0-0. And maybe, you know, possibly get a goal on the break. But I, I really thought we would do what we ended up doing. And to be fair to Tom English, <coughs> who often is, a, is an arse, um, by the time we got in the car, he, he they were talking about stuff and Kenny Miller said something about Rangers um, beating in the second half. And Tom English had said, because Celtic let them. Celtic just were containing the game. To be fair, he was, he'd was identified we we just contained the game. And, and although we let them have the ball, we let them have the ball a bit more. I mean, we, they still, it was a marginal more uh, possession that they had. We let them have the ball in areas that, comp- that didn't impact on us at all.
2: The yeah, um, it was a, a target. It was such uh, a professional I mean, performance. He d- to Jack, like to
0: be fair, had a good shot. Good shot. Absolutely, and we yeah. actually looked more looked scored than they did. The,
2: uh but yeah, right, and, the, and the only bad in the
0: game second half when the uh, Ballyigan halved Forest, that was a shocker. We, we no. I think we were away three on one if he was round them.
2: I think you raise a really good point. It was a really professional job. And again, a good bit of coaching. You know, why would give them any encouragement? You know, they score in the first 15 minutes because we are trying to pile on. Then, oh, it's a different game. But no, uh, I think Anne's called that dead right. you uh, a really good point there, uh, Harry. The, Kenny Miller, you know, this is a problem with pundits in Scotland, right? Did you See the Christian Berra guy last week in the Hearts game. I mean, he was basically arguing b- blue was orange or black was white. Some of the stuff took to, it to so because he couldn't, he couldn't proffer an opinion that would be inconvenient for the team he used to play for. So then you have Kenny Miller on last night. Just the guy's been in football for twenty years. Even he he knows the game. I'm sure he knows the game. Uh, and he's a fairly articulate guy, and he's just talking utter shit. I mean, imagine getting embarrassed in a football argument by Tom English, for God's sake. Well,
3: there's there's two two aspects of that. One, again, on the sports scene highlights, Neil McCann, who's supposed to be an impartial pundit, but I don't mind him saying, I'd have preferred that if he'd prefaced it with, obviously, as a former Rangers player, I still have a preference for Rangers, and then said what he said, which is, I got the more I watch that third goal, the more angry I get. Yeah, but yeah.
2: yeah and the, he actually said that. In the interest of balance, Hartson's just as bad. You, you know, he's. And Packy Bonner is, is terrible as well. You, you know, would never see anything that would, you know, would reflect badly on the club they used to play for. It's, you know, so you have zero credibility. And that's why you have numpties like us on a podcast complaining about them.
3: But then the other point there that you make about. Um, Kenny Miller Uh, he's been in the game for 20 years surely he knows his stuff but but does he because so I had a long conversation once with somebody who never really made it at the top level he'd he'd been a a player on the fringes at Motherwell and I'm not going to name him for, for what he then goes on to say which is he then went to get after a wee bit out of the game he went to get his coaching badges in Scottish football and he said and he said it's embarrassing because what happens is you get guys going into the coaching stuff who really know their stuff, really good, um, really innovative, really know all their, their stuff, and they struggle to get the coaching badges. And then uh, someone with a, a name and a reputation who's played in in the top level or maybe the, the you know, there or thereabouts at the top of the, the second tier, bottom of the first tier in Scottish football, but as a known person. But he's play, he's only ever the guy's point was he's only ever played four four two for twenty years. That's so all he knows. And he's useless. And he's incapable of setting the cones out. But see, because it's a named player that people know, he gets his coaching badge straight away. Whereas the other guy who's a nobody but knows his staff, he struggles. And no. this was this guy's criticism of the setup in Scottish football that that people who are not very good but have a reputation in the game getting coaching badges and his point was because your point of they play, might have played football for 20 years but they didn't get it they never got it they just turned up played their position and understood four four two, and that was it so actually this is part of my criticism of the pundits there is an element of you played football for 20 years so you must know what you're talking about I don't think Billy Dodge, Billy Dodge does Um, Um, I don't know Kenny I don't think Kenny Miller does I don't think I mean they know their stuff in terms of if you were to talk about the the basics of a defender sitting tight and whether he should stand off or sit tight on an attacker when they defend in a situation but to get into the into the minutiae of some of the chat that you now get on on fans podcasts about tactics and systems nah I don't think they're actually that good at Uh that yeah, I don't think you know. It's quite interesting,
0: you say that because given that they're both uh, ones a manager and ones an assistant manager <laughs> at Scottish
2: football clubs. Well, but well, the one that's intriguing me right now is uh, Tam Courts at Dundee United. he got that job, cause he he didn't. He, I think he was a youth team coach or something. Oh, they were all very sniffy because he wasn't in the club, and yet he took one of the jobs that you know the Neil McCanns clique and all that crowd didn't get. You you, know, I look at. We played Dundee United and then we played Hearts and you know, in the space of four or five days, I, I would take Tam Courts over uh, Robbie Nielsen every day of the week. Robbie Nielsen's football is from the Stone Age. I mean, get out there and clog. That's really it. You yep. know, do not yep. let them, but just kick them and and that's it. I mean, t- a Tam Courts team goes out and tries to play with a bit of pace, a bit of movement. of uh, okay, they've they lost six games in a row, but he's trying to play it the right way now. Uh, you can't tell me that that wouldn't be best for Scottish football in the wrong, the long run, or for Dundee United in the long on the long run. Robbie Nielsen right now, I mean, they're third in the league. They're horrific to watch. He is horrific to listen to about football. Uh, and yet you know he's been lauded right now. I mean, it's horrible. I got into it with a Hearts fan the other day, and he, he was going on about, you know, oh, you he- no, it wasn't Ewan. I don't talk to Ewan about... Ewan knows nothing about football. He's a great lad and all that, but nothing. Uh, the Yeah, so I, Tam Courts over at Robbie Nielsen every day of the week. But, it, yeah, Scottish football. That's why Ange is, I mean, it's just a different... It's just... It's like... I don't know. It's like Picasso joining a house painter's union or something. I mean, it's just... It's
1: just...
3: Night and day. But the, but the, re, but the reason why that's style football for Robbie Nielsen succeeds in gets their place in scottish football is because of the standard of refereeing
2: oh totally. because
3: as we yeah. saw in the hearts game what I say happened in the hearts game they kicked us up and down the pitch for 15 minutes in the second half got away with it so we stood off them because we we didn't we couldn't because we were getting kicked about the park we stood off them to avoid getting kicked about the park and that's ceded possession to them my I word. mean the other thing, the other thing about about Hearts, which is coming across, and why I'm not so disappointed with Hearts signing the centre half, uh, Rangers signing the Hearts centre half. Craig Gordon has had more, has saved more shots in Scottish football than than any other goalkeeper in the top flight. Well, that then means Hearts have got a dreadful yep. defence, because exactly. if the goalkeepers having to have that many saves, Absolutely. the defence is crap.
0: Absolutely, and people say it as if it's a great thing and proves how good a goalkeeper uh, Gordon is. It proves how crap a defence hearts have got. And the uh, even funnier thing was Suter would absolutely improve the Huns defence. Uh, so it's it's a, a win-win. They'll both be crap.
2: Um. Anyway, I've, so actually, but just but a couple of things came out the last 25, 30 minutes. One is, uh, I think McCarthy, given the way that we play uh, it's, it's all out, I mean it really is it's all out, so there's this, players do get tired, uh, but if, if we're ahead in the game and it happened at Hearts and it happened again last night, you bring on McCarthy for the last 20 minutes, I think he's very good in that you know, just calming everything down uh, you know, playing a real kind of holding midfielder uh, I, I think he's well suited that might be his ultimate role uh, in the team, I mean it's a four year contract Is come on and play 20 minutes every week just to to kind of hold the ball and just calm everything down. It's a pretty good deal for James McCarthy. Uh, it doesn't reflect very well on the people who signed him, but there you go. Uh, I thought that was that was good. Uh, what have you heard about this Dohc kid, uh, Harry? Uh, are we trying are we trying to keep keep him sweet by giving him game time? Because I think Liverpool yeah, are interested, aren't
3: they? I was just going to say Liverpool are apparently interested in him. So. Um... I, I, I mean, look how much he's been elevated up. Was it, he turned 16 in November, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's obviously some a, a rapid rise through our system. I mean, obviously, keep sweet. I don't think Ange is that sentimental that he's bringing him on against Rangers just to say to him, eh, don't go to Liverpool because I can give you games. Unless Ange thought, there was there was a value to the club of of him having that conversation.
2: Yeah, um, and anyway, I'm glad glad he's promoting promoting youth. Um, so and my I thought Maeda nice flight home, eh? Beautiful flight. Did you see the the I think it was a I don't was it, somebody put a picture out of uh, Maeda flying home. The he got a first class cabin on some probably Emirates Airlines or something. It looked really really nice. Well, uh, it
0: was to Frankfurt. He, was, he flew to Frankfurt oh, and then KL we got him home from
2: there. So you could fly no, K- I, L- L-
0: I don't know who he flew, but he flew, he flew to Frankfurt and we got him home from there.
2: Um, looked really good. Uh, nice, actually. Uh, I've got a good story about that as a parliament. I see it's a big Celtic fan. You might be listening to this. A movie director, and he was flying home from Hong Kong. I've got to go home. So the studio bought him a ticket. I think it was like 25 grand or something mental. And he took an Ambien before he got on the plane. And he got on the plane, sat in his seat, and the next thing he knew, somebody was waking him up, saying that we're in London. <laughs> so all that money spent didn't experience a single minute of the flight. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, the uh, I, again, my I thought he did a good shift. I, I tell you, boy, the is it? But I can't. These Rangers players, I, they're interchangeable for me. I, you know, they're all shite. I like it. Uh, There was a. I, I thought he, there was a foot race. With my aid, I thought my area, yep. But he, the boy, the boy kept up with him. He's he's rapid, because my I mean my see his legs, he can fly. Um. Anyway, good substitutions, very well controlled game, professional uh, job seeing it out. Three uh, 0 How was the last five minutes, Harry?
3: Last five minutes was great. Um. Actually, the the only thing about not scoring the goal in the in the second half. It'd have been great to have scored with about twenty minutes to go because it would have then just been twenty minutes of oh, a massive party yeah. all the way through. Um, atmosphere was great all the way through, but it picked up again with that five, ten minutes to five, six, seven minutes to go when you knew for certain that yes. e- even if they got one, there'd be no panic in the in the system. <laughs> and it was just great and you know, I did, didn't miss the opponents. I mean, I actually did think the only thing that went through my mind as the game went on it would have been really odd if they'd have scored, because you wouldn't have had a single, you know, even if they'd have had 800 in the ground, if they'd have scored maybe, you know, 10, 15 minutes into the second half, you would have had, you know, 800, or if there had been 3,000, you have that noise in their support mm-hmm. that lifts them a wee bit, you'd have just had nothing. If they'd have scored, you would have had no noise at all Oh, but to, to be able to lift them.
2: By the way, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, one of you, the they were going on in the commentary. Oh yeah, the clubs have got to get together and sort this out. So if, if my memory serves me right, they started it. It was them that kicked us out.
0: They absolutely did.
2: They absolutely did. They
0: did. Well, so, to be fair, we started it because we humped them all the time.
2: Well, that's but that you know. So it's now a kind of it's this usual shite uh, of both sides, both sideism or whatever it is. That they, it was them that kicked us. out. I can't even remember what it was for. Was it, quite, it was because, because well, they did. It genuinely
3: because they didn't. They didn't want seven and a half thousand Celtic fans, uh, partying in the moon stand.
2: Um, so yeah, the so yeah. guys gathered the posts to stop
0: scarves getting tied to them. I mean, and, and see, having now seen a game with none of them there, I don't want them back. I'm quite happy to keep it like uh, it is.
3: But the atmosphere. So they, of Remy. they reduced. They reduced us uh, to 800.
0: The atmosphere. Aye atmosphere yeah, last night was fantastic.
3: Sorry, I they reduced I... us to, they reduced us to eight hundred, and so we then reciprocated the eight hundred. Although I know we had a debate as to whether we should retain the higher moral ground and not give them eight hundred. Then it's actually apparently a real pain in the ass for us to only give them eight hundred tickets in terms of the logistics we have to go through to make it safe for the eight hundred. So we'd gone back to them about trying to change them up to the sort of V-shape that we give in that corner to bigger away supports and European supports is three and a half thousand. Mm-hmm. So we would prefer to give three and a half thousand and not 800 to them. They rejected that, went for 800, first game of the season. They then said to us, can you guarantee that we'll get 800 for this game? And we said, well, in COVID times, of course, we can't guarantee. Mm
1: -hmm. We'll
3: give you 800 unless the capacity is reduced down Mm -hmm. and we have fewer than our season ticket numbers allowed into the ground. And then, of course, we'll have to prioritise our season book holders. They then said, well, if you're not guaranteeing us 800, we're not giving you any. So we said, well, if you don't give us any, we'll not give you any. So that's where we were at. at. We Mm -hmm. We have gone back to them and said we should be better than 800. We've proposed three and a half thousand. They didn't go with that. Yeah. They they pulled out the tickets. The tickets for the first game at Ibrox were actually with us. They were in our ticket office for us to distribute to fans, and they contacted us the day before we were sending them out to say we want the tickets back.
0: Um, And now you, I've I've done that as one of the eight hundred, and it's a horrendous experience. We, We lost obviously, but. It was not pleasant. It was like football in the 70s or 80s. Uh, frog marched into a ground, surrounded by polis, having to wait in a car park for an hour after the game. I, I, that's not what I'm interested in. And I, you know, if we if they went back to a, a decent allocation, fair enough. But, you know, I, I'm actually okay with it being they don't get into our ground again. And I, I think the interesting, one of the other interesting things is They'll be crawling back for us to come back soon to fill their stadium. The um, he does more.
2: Yeah. The uh, and but by the way, before we just let the record show that you know this is why they were so desperate to keep playing, you know. So it was all about the you know trying to gain a competitive edge through the they wanted the game on January second when the whole country was shutting down and it was nothing to do with. Well,
0: if, you, if you take the, the the two away games that they wanted to play, they've dropped five points on
2: them. Well, I mean, you know, the,
0: crowds. The, so, two, the two most hostile environments they go to. So they can, wanted to those.
2: We can dispense with the. You know, there was only one shite bag in this scenario, and it was Rangers. Uh so they can get to. Uh so send them homework to think again. Uh, Post match analysis, uh, Remy. Did you see uh, any any interviews? Stick well. No, I, did, I, I, I,
0: I did. I did the same as Harry. I'd straight home. Uh I wanted. Straight home f- to watch sports scene. Not a sentence I thought I'd ever utter. <laughs> um, watching three three middle-aged gentlemen in jeggings and skin-tight clothes. Um, two of them absolutely pig-sick. Oh,
2: um, Thompson, and, uh, and
0: Stru- Thompson and McCann. Thompson and McCann. I mean, you could see the first shot that panned across the panel and McCann was raging. So even if you didn't know the score, you knew who'd won. Um Thompson's just a big buffoon and uh, Michael Stewart's well he's he's alright sometimes, but uh, I wanted to watch the game again just to see some of the things you maybe missed at the game. You know, what the hell was Madden playing at, at the the goal, but they they just cut that was all edited out. You didn't see anything, you didn't see Ballions tackling Forrest. They made the second half make it look as if it was all Rangers, which I wasn't surprised about. Um but at least it was uh, Obviously, because of their beef with the BBC, the the post match interviews were, were all Celtic related, and uh, you know Posticoglu's interview and McGregor's interviews were both really good, uh, and I think Posticoglu said a lot of tremendous things about making people happy and not wanting to let um, people down.
2: That was people a... coming and making them forget about it. That was
0: uh, the, and that, that was, was the best was quote.
2: Tremendous. Sorry, Raymond, interrupted. i interrupted.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, sorry. Right. I mean, it's I, I think it was I think it was a fantastic quote. I mean he comes across as a really humble, down to earth guy. Seems a seems as sound as a pound. Um and he's starting to get results and when we catch fire and play like we did in the first half at uh, last night and the first half at Tynecastle, we, we just look fantastic. I mean we're miles better than any team in Scotland by a long way. And I think one of the I think the team that started last night he signed nine of them. And, you know, Kyogo would have played last night, yeah. but he probably played instead of Jack Amakis, so he signed anyway. But, you know, three weeks ago, we'd have been devastated. You know, we were all oh all, God, no Kyogo. I, I don't think we'd have thought we could maybe win big games without Kyogo. But we, we look as if we've got our transfer window correct, uh, having the players in early, Signed, you know, did the did the weeks training while the break was on, and you know, Hatati real Hatati is a he is a phenomenal player. I mean, I don't know if you've seen Andrew Robertson's tweet. He he's he was obviously watching the game last night. You, you could see it against Hibs. As soon as he, he he can do things with a ball that nobody else in the team can do, he's a fantastic player. Uh, do you know one point that- four? 1.4 million.
2: We got him for. Do you notice, Harry? I've let him away. I haven't brought it up. So we'll just. Uh, what did you think of Ange post match?
3: <laughs> oh, I I I really like Ange. He balanced, measured, um, and you know, never up nor down, which I think that's a great quality. I Remember speaking to someone who, you know, this isn't a criticism of Neil Lennon specifically. They were they were just talking about the difference between Brendan Rodgers and Neil Lennon. And they said, you know, if we had a good result on a, on a Monday, you really knew we had a good result under Neil Lennon by the way he behaves on a Monday morning. If we had a bad result, you knew by the way he behaved on a Monday morning. Whereas under Brendan Rogers, everything was an even keel. Yeah. So if you bat a hand. So there wasn't a massive swing in the atmosphere on a Monday after a good result or a bad result. And strikes me as he's probably that way as well. Everything's level, everything's constant. What I really like. <clears throat> Is um, I heard an interview with him, Australian radio, interviewing him after yep. the game, who the Australians, they, they also, it's like the whole Ameri- Australian footballing world is challenged channeling their hopes yes. of success into Ange. They are just desperate for him to prove that they are not some footballing backwater and they know their stuff and that he's a good guy. So they're desperate for him to succeed. Heard an interview um, on on Australian radio with Ange, and he was just and the guy said, you know, you've had injuries and stuff like that, and Ange said, well, you know, we try not to make a big fuss about that. You know, don't, don't complain about it. Things go against you. That's why you've got a squad and you deal with it. And and I thought that was that sounded incredibly level headed, didn't it? I think if you've got that level headedness, then it it I, 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 and you can see the logic of that. If you then start whinging about having injuries and suspensions and players who are on international duty, by default, you are then actually saying, so I'm now going to have to play crap players that I don't rate. That's that's the message you're implying to the players who are then, you're you're then asking them to go into battle for you. So, I think that's a great way to, to talk about it. So it just comes across really well in all interviews. I really like him. Um,
2: it's uh, straight out of top-level management handbook stuff, isn't it? You know, you're... You're you're not unpredictable. You're again. You're just level. You have got to stay level because you know you have to instil confidence in everybody that you're managing. He uh, the quote Rem about the you know ninety you know ninety ninety five minutes to forget about all your troubles at home. I mean, it's just it's magnificent stuff. Um, he is my only fear. Yeah, my very
0: only... good. It's one of these ones. It'll be, it'll be, uh like some of the ones will be remembered in years to come. I mean, that, yeah. and Martin O'Neill's quotes.
2: The, uh, you, you stick People will remember that. Yeah, you'll stick that on the wall, won't you? You know, that's one of the ones these shoots, you know, whatever. He was, uh, oh, I just love him. I just love him so much. The, uh, the, uh, I thought O'Reilly, very articulate in his interview, Remy. Very good. Callum McGregor. That was another great quote. Yeah, we've talked about earlier about the you know
0: well everybody in the ground. Would you have played with a melted face, Remy? Uh, I, I've got a <laughs> melted face, and I, I did. I, I played for. I've I've played with blood pushing out my eye and my nose and my cheekbone and everything's just yeah you know, he he didn't have a, like a perspec clear perspex, He looked pretty solid. You know, a bit early. He looked as if he missed a couple of headers. Or, passes that he would normally get, but he settled down really quickly, did um, and it obviously didn't look as if it caused him too many
2: problems. Did you see the? Uh, did you see the the Rangers have uh, come tried to get the the result overturned because Celtic played with a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I, 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 yeah, I, we, we we can't finish without mentioning their complaints about the ball boys.
2: Oh that was. Were,
0: I mean, the ball boys last night were absolutely hilarious. The wee guy behind McGregor's goal, McGregor, when they were getting pumped, he, he ran behind the goal to get the ball off one of them. But the other wee guy went round the other side of the goal and put a ball on the six-yard line, so McGregor had to herple pull round the yeah. goal, raging to get another ball. Sources, Hilarious.
2: sources say, did you see that in, a, in that WhatsApp group, uh, Harry? The sources about the the ball, the, the ball boys were told. Yeah, get the ball back quicker to Rangers. Wink. <laughs>
3: I mean, one of my brothers was a ball boy like forty forty years ago, more or less. And back then, they would be getting told, and you know, he gave, Bill McNeil came into the into the ball boy's room at half time in games and said, "Right, you need to slow down giving the ball out in, in the second half." You know, I thought it's been going on for years. That I that thought a sort of thing goes on.
2: I thought we were giving the ball back to they were giving the ball back too quickly in the second half last night. I thought this should have been a lot, but
3: Joe Oh Hart...
2: no! Well, anyway, it doesn't matter here, Harry. I'm not going to. Uh, you and I have talked about this. Uh, the I mean, Ange is basically running the show. He been signing all the players. He's uh, so the director of football model has uh, has been kicked down the road again. Uh, quite depressing, now.
3: Yeah, because much as I love this, and much as everybody's praising Ange for having signed all those players, it's very much a sort of. 1970s, 1980s model, where the manager has to see players that you pick, and it's great that he's achieved all those. But there's not twenty players in Japan that Ange can sign over the next three years that that we can bring into the club. You know, I'm sure he's brought in the key players that he wants to bring in. You need to have a network, and then let's be really realistic here about about Ange without without making Ange disappear already. Due oh. to his age <coughs> If Ange I'm not I'm not I'm not Being really practical About it If Ange Has any ambition To manage At a higher level Beyond Celtic He's got to do Something really quickly In the next two years Right So there is always The possibility that You know He wins a travel This season And and he does something Really decent In the Champions League Next season And somebody comes oh. Knocking at the door It's a po- No I'm just I'm
2: just <laughs> being realistic Oh No you're dead
3: right I, so you then have to have a process in place that you then, you're you not back to square one just because the guy who was brilliant in bringing in the players is then, you know, somebody's knocked on his door and he's had an opportunity he can't refuse. That's the whole point of a director of footballs is, is having a system that if, sh- if, if that happens because we've had a brilliant two years under Ange and that happens, we can have a brilliant third year with somebody else there.
2: The, um, yeah, that is, again, not to put a dampener or anything, but that is my one fear, you know... <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a product of success. You you know, uh, he's 56 years old. He's pretty, I get the one sense that he's pretty resentful about, you know, this is his first chance in European football. He's kind of annoyed about it. But, you you know, if we, I mean, again, Michael Cox in that piece in the play is is comparing us favourably to Atalanta, you know, who I think they reached the last eight of the Champions League last year. I mean, if Ange can do something like that with us, the last 16, you know, why is Frank Lampard going to Everton if I'm Mr Everton I'm looking at Ange Postacoglu you know, in a year's time saying oh my goodness you're know, not only can he trans- transform the results he can transform the culture of the club um, so anyway that's my only but again we'll worry about that when it happens right now uh, it's uh, it's just fantastic uh, top of the league it's been a while when was the last time we were top of the league Graham do you remember Last season. Hi. What? Were we top of the road at the start of last season? No. Yeah? Were we? God, I can't even remember. No. I've tried to wipe that season out. Um, OK, uh, we better. Let, it's late for you boys. It has um, been a long
0: time. It's been a long time. Yeah. And if we win in Sunday, because we're playing earlier for a change, we can go four points clear. They are in real, under real pressure in front of their own crowd We hearts going to put the shit out of them. Oh. So it could be an interesting day on Sunday.
2: <laughs> We're playing mother well. Uh, p- pick your starting 11, Harry, and score predictions and times of the goals and, you know, assists and all that. What's your... Starting 11,
3: uh, I think it will be the same uh, for uh, with keeper it started. The only thing I'm not sure about is whether, um, is whether McGregor will play. Yeah. Um, where they might take the opportunity to not play him for that, to make sure that he's okay for the Bodo-Glimp game you know, and the Aberdeen game. He might see those two as more important than the Motherwell game in terms of looking after his, his injury. Um, I think Maeda will start and Giamakis will be on the bench. Um, and, and pretty well, who, much it will be the same man? team. Who do you play Roddy play. What was that,
2: Right.
0: I'm
2: saying do you think Roger will play? Ah. Well, if Roger plays, we don't have a holder. You know, if McGregor if Roger comes in for McGregor, who's playing the holder? No, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying
0: Roderick, I'm not say, I'm not saying Roger instead of in McGregor. Um I think I think Harry's right. I think McGregor might not play and he'll just put Beaton in there. But Rogic is back. He's not going to drop a turkey. does he put O'Reilly on the bench for Rogic I don't know how can you and put Riley on the bench got options now that's what I'm saying how, you know but you know, he loves Rogic so what do you do we have actually about to start to see some squad depth now and we can actually make substitutions after 60-65 minutes and bring on players of equal quality rather than earlier in the season when we saw the massive drop uh,
2: who's he playing I, to, so I think he's got <laughs> <laughs> he might put, he might drop okay. Hattati, he might drop Hatati into the pivot and then play Rodic and O'Reilly. Although they both are very similar players. Oh, I don't know. That's why I'm sitting here, not doing the. What's the score, Harry? On Sunday, seventeen nil. No, two 0 oh, Two 0
3: Celtic on, on Sunday.
2: Um, goal scorers will be Maeda, I think, will score, and Abada. He always scores. Uh, Remy, score for score prediction for Sunday.
0: 3 0. I think uh, Jota will get one. uh, Hatati and Maeda.
2: Well, here, Harry, you're in the know. uh, What happened with the Jota deal? Did that not happen? I mean, obviously it didn't happen, but is there anything? Is he going back to Benfica?
3: I'm I'm hearing disconcerting things that he finds he's going back to Benfica.
0: Does he?
2: Bastard. I hate him. He's rubbish.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's just uh, bouncing about. He just can't get enough last night post game. When he was ambling around, I, 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 that looked like a boy that, that he looked like a boy that did want to be away from here. Oh. Yeah.
2: How, how are Benfica doing the Portuguese league, Harry? Have you noticed?
3: I don't know, but what might be interesting, we beat uh, Bodo Glund and then get somebody beatable I was looking to see if there was any Ukrainian or Russian teams and left in the competition that we could get a bye if we get through the next round, if we could draw one of them, and they're in the middle of a war, so they can't play. Um, but there's unfortunately not. But say for argument's sake, we win the league, so we get guaranteed Champions League football. We get we get past the next two rounds of the Conference League, so that we you know we we demonstrated we can play at a decent level in Europe. You might have players like Jota might think. No, maybe actually being here for a, a, you know, they can prove they've done something, they can do something in Europe and, and we've got guaranteed Champions League football. So he's maybe just biding his time to see where we are at the end of the season.
2: Also, he's probably, yeah. he's, and, he's guaranteed game time with us. You know, he's a he's a starting pick. Yeah. I mean, he's...
0: yeah, Benfica are third in the Portuguese league and they're miles behind Porto.
2: Yeah, I saw that. I've just looked it up. 44 points, miles behind Porto. Um so anyway that would be uh, we'll see, that was again great transfer window, that was a slight disappointment but anyway, uh, brilliant uh, but Harry can I just ask you something what was it like being a Celtic fan last night I mean how, driving home your old man, must have been just wonderful yeah
3: it it was just brilliant it was the concept that we absolutely blew them away it was actually the element of the second half in some ways made it better, that we went out there and we blew them away and at halftime we made the decision that we were just going to sit on it. The the professionalism of the second half, allied to blowing them away the first half, knowing that we've got players like Iriguchi and Turnbull and Rogic and uh, Kyogo that weren't available for that game. And getting back to, to Remy's point earlier, um, about substitutions, one of the criticisms early in the season that sometimes people threw at Ange was his game management wasn't great because the substitutions weren't great. But I always felt that was down to the lack of options on the bench, mm. and I'm just excited about his ability to game manage when we've got great, great people on the bench who, for the for this, a large chunk of the season, been first team players. So no, it was just. It was just fantastic getting back to the, the feel-good nature about the club at the moment. Yeah. It's just amazing. Isn't it amazing how last year and the year before people were criticising the disco lights because it was a waste of money? Winning on the pitch and suddenly everybody's loving the disco lights. For me, that's a bit of a sort of uh, 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 sums up. Winning on the park changes everything.
2: Well, I don't think it's just the winning, it's the way we're
3: playing, the way we're winning Well, yeah, that's just that, uh, because actually, if you were to speak to fans, they would say it's been fantastic, it's been so exciting You look at the results and we were winning lots of games by only a goal I know probably But probably. it's the feeling, that it's the feeling of, it's the excitement of the way that we're playing So even when we're not scoring the goals, it's the excitement of the style of play that's, that's getting you going, getting back to the car first thing my dad says is we're leaving the ground when's the next game at celtic park oh there you
2: go we'll leave it at that the
1: stone cutters made them from stone